0: would have been voted least suitable to carry the hopes of humankind into space. Arthur's university yearbook actually referred to him as most likely to end up living in a hole in the Scottish Highlands with only the chip on his shoulder for company. Luckily, Arthur's Betelgeusean friend, Ford Prefect, a roving researcher for that illustrious interstellar travel almanac, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, was more of an optimist. Ford saw silver linings, where Arthur saw only clouds, and so between them they made one prudent space traveller, unless their travels led them to the planet Junipella, where the clouds actually did have silver linings. Arthur would have doubtless steered the ship straight into the nearest cloud of gloom, and Ford would have almost certainly attempted to steal the silver, which would have resulted in the catastrophic combustion of the natural gas inside the lining. The explosion would have been pretty, but as a heroic ending, it would lack a certain something, i.e., a hero in one piece. The only other Earthling left alive was Trisha Macmillan, or Trillian to use her cool, spacey name, a fiercely ambitious astrophysicist, come fledgling reporter, who had always believed that there was more to life than life on Earth. In spite of this conviction, Trillian had nevertheless been amazed when she was whisked off to the stars by Zaphod Beeblebrox, the maverick, two-headed, galactic president. What can one say of President Beeblebrox that he has not already had printed on T-shirts and circulated throughout the galaxy free with every U-bid purchase? Zaphod says yes to Zaphod was probably the most famous T-shirt slogan, though not even his team of psychiatrists understood what it actually meant. Second favorite was probably, "'Beeblebrox, just be glad he's out there.' "'It is a universal maxim "'that if someone goes to the trouble "'of printing something on a T-shirt, "'then it is almost definitely not a hundred percent untrue, "'which is to say that it is more than likely "'fairly definitely not altogether false. "'Consequentially, when Zephon Beeblebrox arrived on a planet, "'people invariably said yes to whatever questions he asked,' and when he left, they were glad he was out there. These less-than-traditional heroes were improbably drawn to each other and embarked on a series of adventures, which mostly involved gadding around through space and time, sitting on quantum sofas, chatting with gaseous computers, and generally failing to find meaning or fulfillment in any corner of the universe. Arthur Dent eventually returned to the hole in space where the earth used to be, and discovered that the hole had been filled by an earth-sized planet that looked and behaved remarkably like earth. In fact, this planet was an earth, just not Arthur's, not this Arthur's at any rate. Because his home planet was at the center of a plural zone, the Arthur we are concerned with had found himself shuffled along the dimensional axis to an earth that had never been destroyed by Vogons. This rather made our Arthur's day and his usually pessimistic mood was further improved when he encountered Fenchurch, his soulmate. Luckily, this idyllic period was not cut short by bumping into any alternate universe Arthur's who may have been wandering around, possibly in Los Angeles, working for the BBC. Arthur and his true love travelled the stars together, until Fenchurch vanished in mid-conversation during a hyperspace jump. Arthur searched the universe for her paying his way by exchanging bodily fluids for first-class tickets. Eventually he was stranded on the planet Lamuella, and made a life for himself there as sandwich maker for a primitive tribe who believed that sandwiches were pretty hot stuff. His tranquility was disturbed by the arrival of a couriered box from Ford Prefect, which contained the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Mark II in the form of a smarmy, pan-dimensional black bird. Trillian, who was now a successful newswoman, had a delivery of her own for Arthur, in the shape of Random Dent, the daughter conceived with the donated price of seat 2D on the Alpha Centauri Red Eye. Arthur reluctantly took on the role of parent, but was completely out of his depth with the truculent teenager. Random stole the guide mark too and set a course for Earth, where she believed she could finally feel at home. Arthur and Ford followed to find Trillian already on the planet. Only then was the Mark II's objective revealed. The Vogons, irritated by the Earth's refusal to stake a boom, had engineered the bird to lure the SKPs back to the planet before they destroy it in every dimension, thus fulfilling their original order.